Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Did you, how did you find it moving over? I didn't want to move at all. I didn't want to, I didn't want to move here. I also uh, couldn't imagine learning English. Yeah. I don't know if that makes me stupid, but I, I, my Not dad tells all. me that I was like, we can't move to New York because I don't speak English. Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, but you'll learn English. And I was like, no, I won't. That's not, that doesn't happen. And he was like, you will. So we made a bet because I, I, I didn't believe him. And now I'm going to date myself, people. But the <laughs> bet was for if I would have won the bet and never would have learned English, I would have gotten a brand new game for my Game Boy. <laughs> uh, no, that's not. I had Game Boys. Yeah, but you had like the like fancy like the VR version. No, I had, like, I had the black and white big, one. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way! Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. I loved it. Which is yeah. Super Mario. Super Mario. Yes, exactly. And then, um, and then we moved here, and obviously, I learned English very fast because kids learn very fast. And then, apparently, according to my dad. I like pulled him aside like six months later and I was like, thank you. And he was like, why, why, for what? And I was like, for not lying to me because I learned English. But the funny thing is my dad is actually the one who never learned English. (laughs) (laughs) It is harder for adults though. I do think a lot like how with me living in America and if the Brits hadn't taken over Ireland and I spoke Irish, I would find it really hard to learn English because I already struggle with American English. Right, yeah, of course. it's like very different to the English I learned. Like, I mean, not very different but just little words or little ways of saying things so i always have to be kind of like re-explaining myself or especially for comedy i have to like be like how would they say this and like the mentality of the people is a little different so the way they express themselves and you know americans are definitely very strange people yeah (laughs) i was trying to explain this with my irish friend last night where so like passive aggression is very different here so like for irish people it would be like very sarcastic so it would be like if you made a cup of tea and you sat down and if i were being passive aggressive be like oh fine make yourself a cup of tea i guess i'll do i'll get my own and that's kind of like it's kind of like sarcastic or fun Mm. but i find with american passive aggression it's like said with a smile and it's like oh lovely you got yourself a tea i guess (laughs) and obviously not an irish accent but i guess (laughs) i'll get myself but they're like smiling and i'm like it sounds like they're happy to get the tea but also i'm like are you gonna stab me it's uh, (laughs) like very psychotic (laughs) and germans just go yeah they're like no tea no tea (laughs) how dare you they're I love so that direct, direct German. They're there. so strange. I just did a show on Friday and there was a big group of Germans who came 
And I was like, hey, how'd you guys like it? And they were like, yeah, 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 it was good, yeah. But yeah. like, they had so much fun. Like, I could see them, I could tell, you know. And then I was like, are you guys gonna come back to the next one? Yeah. And they go, yeah, we, we have to look at our schedule. Like, they could never just be like, of course we are, you know. Yeah. Like, they would never say that unless they were actually doing it like they have to be honest all the time you know I was like you can just say of course we are even if you haven't like uh, looked at your schedule you know so I, I like it because I feel like for Germans they get uh, accused of maybe being rude but it's like they're just very right. direct and honest and there's no bullshit well they are rude too though well I, I well I just like obviously I'm brought up in a culture where it's extremely polite and you kind of have to tippy toe around saying things and I kind of like the no bullshit like I had a friend she's not German but she's from uh, Czech Republic and it mm. was always just like she would get in trouble sometimes but I liked being friends with her because I knew what I was getting you know well the Eastern Europeans my mom's Romanian and like a lot of people always think she's rude but the Eastern Europeans have an even like they have like a more exaggerated way of being rude and they have a better sense of humor yeah I feel like Germans I feel like it's very intimate in Germany the rudeness like what I like here about this like fake friendliness <laughs> is that and also in Britain is that you have some distance you know what I mean I don't know you you don't know me so yeah. we go hi how are you we're not actually asking each other yeah it's just like this formality to get through the day and being rude to people I always think that's like a super intimate thing like I'm rude to people I know yeah. you know what I mean not like okay if you bump into me on the subway obviously i'm gonna be like yo what the fuck watch out yeah, yeah and be rude but otherwise it's so like i've i've had so many situations in germany where i'm like why are you being so rude okay. i'm trying to buy something in the <laughs> store like why this could be so much easier this interaction you That's know it's so funny because you're literally having culture clash with america and then your own original culture because you're from <laughs> two cultures yeah because you you know a you spent your teens here. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Of that's course. so hard to navigate the boat. But also New York. That's the other thing yeah. where people are also considered rude or direct, I guess, you know, but it's a totally different thing. It's funny because uh, sometimes I go to Germany and I'll for forget like the German customs, but I don't have an accent in German. Mm. So it like throws people off. Like I'll go into a store and ask people in clean perfect native german how are you and that's like the weirdest thing you can do in germany is walk into a store and ask a person who works there or who you don't know how are you yeah like you should see their faces i've done that because i just like am on automatic kind of like yeah i'm going into a store and i speak german so i'm like hello wie geht's which is hi how are you and they like they think that you're insane yeah that's so funny yeah there's a irish guy on tiktok and i forget his name i think it's just like Irish guy in Germany and he does like the opposites of because in oh, Ireland somebody sent me um, oh, one of his clips the other day so yeah, yeah, funny because yeah, yeah, in yeah. Ireland it's like you ha you have to say how are right. you you know that's like it'd be right. weird if you just went in and you were just like like they're all very friendly it's very like southern because I, when I go down to south I'm like oh these people are so like hello how can I help you right. and I find in Ireland's very like that and I mean like there's obviously certain areas but I think for the most part you know where you, people say hi walking down the street or like especially if you're living in the same town hmm. yeah I mean maybe they would do that in Germany a little bit in like small town but not really I remember talking to this guy and he was like ah oh, I just think the Americans they're so you know fake and they always talk about that like how fake Americans are and he was like, you know, giving each other compliments all the time. And I'm like, but don't you, isn't it nice if you're walking down the street and someone's like, hey, great coat, dude, you yeah. know? And he goes, no, I would feel they are mocking me. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. And I'm like, oh my God, how sad. I was like, why do you not like your coat? And yeah. he's like, 
no, but I would feel they're making fun of me. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I think what sad. it is though, because like, let's say if he was in Ireland and someone was like, oh, I love your coat. And it's like how they say it. So in Ir- I would never think an Irish, if an Irish person is mocking you, they'd use it in a sarcastic tone. Mm. So you kind of know, but here it feels a bit like, it does feel a bit fake sometimes. You know, it feels like, it what is. do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love the compliments, but I could see how someone would be like, because it's just over-exaggerated in Americans. Right. It seems like they're putting on a face, they're putting on a front. And um, it is. And and it's. I do see the culture clash like in friendships for, for me, or yeah. there there are some things where I'm very German. Like if I hang out with you and I'm like, oh my God, we should go um, get coffee on Wednesday. Like I'm expecting to hear from you whether or not we're doing that on Wednesday. Because yeah. for me, that's like we said we we're gonna do go do that. And that's Americans sweet. are like, like you don't need to even mention it ever again. You know what I mean? But like, like, and you mean that we just might not come come on the Wednesday? No. Like if oh. you're like, oh my god, you want to hang out on Wednesday, and you haven't set a time or a place, you know, for Americans, that's like whatever you do that a hundred times a day you know but i'm like no we i have to text her and tell her i can't hang out on wednesday anymore because we said we were possibly gonna hang out like i'm very like oh yeah yeah you know i I do know you know like i feel like they um there there can be a lot of like just oh some something came up but if if no one texts they wouldn't let you know you could be down at the fucking coffee shop wait (laughs) yeah and they're like Like flakiness yeah flakiness is more accepted and like uh, a more That's American true. sort of thing. Not that all Americans are flaky, but I feel like friendships are a little bit different here. Yeah. You know, and also, like, I'm sure in Ireland, I'm actually, I don't know, but in Germany, you never tell people, I love you like that. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I love your pants. You can't say that in German without it sounding really <laughs> weird. Or being like, oh my God, love you. Yeah. You know how everybody tells each other yeah, yeah. they love each other here? Yeah. And then, like, if they don't really love each other, they just leave the I out. They go, love you, instead of I love you. Yeah, I, I <laughs> say I love you a lot. Uh, I say it But too. I used to say it in Ireland, so I'm trying to think. I feel like in Ireland, my girlfriends would say it too. But here, I think the difference is that I would think I'm really good friends with someone, and I'm not. You know, yeah, and that's exactly. what I've had, to, I've had to navigate and be like, here's me. Of course, we're good friends. They say they love me. They, you know, and I'll be like, doing stuff that what I would with like a regular really close friend mm-hmm. back home and then it's like oh no they don't see me as a friend they're just happy I'm doing all this shit for them well know? right exactly that's what I mean friendships are different I agree that's I happened do agree to me a lot that. too I've had to it a lot but I'm like oh we're really good friends so I'm like opening up about yeah. everything and then all of a sudden you're like oh I, what I, we're not really good friends at all and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. weird you know but I kind of I love that I think it's really I love, like, I think it's fun here that there's, like, all this unfounded, unjustified, uh, or unqualified enthusiasm. I love it. I think it's so fun. And it makes life, like, easier, you know? And I love the, like, like support that people give each other here. Like, I remember one of the first writing classes I took, the guy would start it and be like, just close your eyes and just, um, you know, know that wherever you are in your process is the right place to be. And in the beginning, I close my eyes and I'd be in my head like this fucking American idiot. I'm not in the right place. Fuck that guy. Why is everything always great and okay? It's not okay. And then after like two, three times, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to try to go with it. And then I was like, oh, this is actually good. You know, this is like, like gives you something. 
I, I yeah I do I do I love that whole like sorry I forgot to say the word agree in that I do agree in certain aspects because I do love the whole you can be anything you want mm. and you go girl and be yeah. what you want and um yeah I think people support you uh differently here i also think that they don't support you in certain elements as well because it's more of a behind your back maybe that's true and yeah. you're kind of like yeah they're, they're, they're that element of fakeness but um but you can be what you want and you can explore it i and i, I do think people are very supportive there was something i was going to say about that when you're saying it though um about oh i think that there's a lot of pressure here on people with the you can be whatever you want there's That's an expectation true. that you should be living your dream uh-huh. and yeah. so that i think could be hard on like we're we're very lucky because we are living our, our dreams you yeah. know like that i want to and we know what our dreams are exactly so I, i'd imagine for a young american kid growing up where we're all winners mm-hmm. uh, it must be really hard because if you were the best athlete but everybody's winners or if you're the worst and now you're being told no you can you can do it and it's like well now you're just giving them false hope and uh i don't know or you can do whatever you want you can be whatever you want it's a lot of option i i even like and look and and i i see it sometimes uh you know with my brothers and sisters because my parents are so good to them they gave them ever every opportunity to do what they wanted and be what they wanted and so they're all like excelling via school sports music and it's great for them, but I when they were when I know with my two sisters when they were trying to decide what to drop, mm. it was hard to make that decision because they could do everything, mm-hmm. which is like a good complaint. But for me, I didn't fucking do any of that. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got to kind of just mess about, and so I didn't get out of the same opportunities. But in one way, that kind of worked out for me because I'm not great with too much choice, mm-hmm. you know. So I was like, oh, I like art. I'll just do that, you know. I couldn't. I wasn't a great footballer, so I stopped doing that. Oh, and you know, my dad's head would be like, "No, keep doing it until you're amazing." And I was like, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I feel like that's ample. That, that's just a situation from my brothers and sisters who have good parents, let's say. But I feel like that's amplified here. Everybody has oh, so many. You can be what you can grab the world. Mm. Yeah, I just yeah. Yeah, that's true. And a lot of it, you know, is not obviously not the case at all in reality. That people can be whatever they want here. It does really depend on you know what like social class you're from here and yeah. money and all of that because they really can't because they can't afford no. to go to college yeah yeah of like course. Unless, you know yeah, uh, yeah they, but they it's like you can't this... afford to even get a mask like you, you need the america needs immigrants because they can't people can't even afford to get the, yeah so it's it's a yeah. strange thing because it's like the dialect is you can be whatever you want but right also you're not going to get into that college to do it and you're not gonna be able to afford it yeah it's kind of like the the fake the kind of facade that america puts up that they say you can be whatever you want here um right yeah i mean i think that that's you know kind of happening more and more all over the world anyway but i do think so i think with globalization too it's america we all like i feel like the whole world slags them roasts them but they do american culture is infiltrating everywhere because of the movies and the tvs and yeah i i mean i think you know this like america's the greatest country and everything that that's kind of starting to crumble a bit more than in the past obviously because of everything that's been happening at the same time i feel like there are a lot of people now you know working to give actual equal opportunities to people that have been like systemically you know not given those opportunities and and all of that 
but but yeah it's definitely a country of contradictions when it comes to those types of types of um cultural yeah you know kind of things i do think outsiders though like all of europe and ireland and everything will bitch about america but then like wear their shoes or do you know oh, it's like a weird love hate like oh, they're all oh, obsessed americans do this but like also and now we're gonna start saying awesome or whatever you know what i mean it's 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 just a funny totally i mean germany totally always um shits on america but then you know everybody's dream is to like live yeah. in new york i mean not everybody because but there a is lot that of people of like maybe we will live the dream you know yeah. it really does and because it is the most exciting place in terms of you know there is no other place on earth where where there's so much diversity in language and culture and communities yeah. that like form their own little you know areas and pockets and and people who come here to you know make it and i think that there's sort of this anarchy here in new york that's also kind of fascinating to people on the yeah. outside you know and and this like people some people think that it's all fancy and you know fifth avenue and then they come here and everything is like ramshackled and like nothing's fancy and it's like yeah. all fucking just like <laughs> like smushed on top of each other and everybody kind of does whatever the fuck they want to here i can curse right oh my god yeah we usually okay. talk about sex so you can do whatever you want um <laughs> it's true though you do think new york is this like bougie fancy place and you get here and it's like by the bougie store there's like garbage and rats right and exactly. it is a very I will okay so for you because even though you moved over here when you're eight uh but you would have still grown up with your parents and seeing a German relationship that did well my my mom's not German but oh, but what's your mom my mom's Romanian Jewish oh wow okay yeah. so that's even another well so I because I was gonna ask did that affect when you were dating Americans because they're used to like a different vibe or did you feel like oh well i've seen this from my parents but now you're acting a different way or did it matter because you you spent your you know you had your puberty years here or whatever you know what's funny is that i never dated americans oh wow still yeah. not to this day well i mean my boyfriend now is a american but he's first generation his parents are immigrants i know your boyfriend yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's great yeah he's <laughs> yeah. such a sweetheart yeah he is a sweetheart he's oh, I, probably mean, the most american boy i've ever dated man but he's very like i i would always presumed he was an immigrant even though he's yeah not, like because his, his parents yeah, are yeah, yeah his parents talks are about, yeah. yeah exactly but but he grew up in florida and stuff and he did all the like typically american things like he went to college <laughs> that's so american no he like went to college he went on spring break he was on the basketball team he, you know like all the very quintessentially American. They used to go to Applebee's and, yeah. and you know, all these places where I'm like, I've never been to Cracker Jacks or whatever the hell it's called. That just sounds like, like, a sl like a fun white slur. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ah, that Cracker Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down to Cracker Jack. Um, yeah, or the Waffle House or whatever the hell those places are called. Where, or I don't know, all these things where I'm like, I've never done that. And he thinks I'm such a weirdo because I've never square danced or i don't know um but yeah he's the most american boy i've ever dated so my first boyfriend ever here was haitian okay like a haitian immigrant he came here when he was 14 and then and then i was in a really long relationship with a greek guy who i met in greece oh, who moved yeah. here 
um, and was like Greek, 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 not Greek American at all. Had never been to New York. so different. So different. It's like Italian American, Irish American, Greek American. It's so different. And Italian American is like kind of like I like I was just watching Law and Order and it's all like, you know, like tough. Yeah. Yeah, I'll fight you. And then Italians (laughs) are so gentle and like a little effeminate sometimes. Totally. And they're like, (laughs) and then the same way I I got Irish Americans are very like Boston gangster. Yeah, it's just I mean, Irish people are still kind of like men are. I do, I do feel like a little like feisty mm. uh, to generalize, but not as feisty as the Irish Americans. I, I <laughs> talk about on stage how I, when I meet Irish Americans, I'm always like, am I even Irish? Because <laughs> this is like, they know more about my so-called culture than me. Right. That's true. The Greek Americans here also are like more Greek yeah. than the Greeks themselves. But he never, he like did not like Astoria. He did not want to live there. Like that was like a totally different thing for him, you know, but it was funny. Yeah. So I was with him for a long, long time. And then after him, I did it a Scottish guy. Okay. Who I met in Edinburgh during yeah. the festival. Yeah. Um, and he was like super Scottish, like insanely Scottish, <laughs> very um, stingy and oh. tight fisted. Is that say. a stereotype? Of oh, Scottish yeah. People? I had no idea. Really? Yeah. I would call I would call New York men stingy. Uh, see, I don't know. But they're, I've never dated they, a New York man. Well, because they, I think they struggle with one. They get fleeced a lot from Tinder dates. Uh, uh, so some of them are bitter. The other one is that they women are so independent. And a lot of women are very successful here and have their mm. own money that they would be nearly insulted. So mm-hmm. like, so they don't know anymore. So they're like, oh yeah, like they think it's being respectful splitting mm-hmm. the check. And I'm like, I well, when I was dating, I was like, I'm poor. You want to pay? <laughs> You're paying. That's great. <laughs> so the first date he took me on was a. You'll appreciate this. A Pizza Express. I don't even know what that is. Isn't that? No, what is it called? Isn't it called Pizza Express? That's a British pizza chain. Maybe. I don't think it's in Ireland. I think we just have like Domino's oh, right, or like you we don't have, have a thing called thing. Four Star sorry, Pizza, sorry, which of is course. so funny. I think Jerry Staunton might have a joke about it or someone. Maybe it's, I can't remember. Maybe it was Martin Angola has a joke about it, but just how it's like Four Star Pizza. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I think hilarious. it's Martin because he's like, okay. They're Who like, calls we're it not four? Yeah. Like, it's not five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I must find yeah, out. That's also very European, very honest. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. not five star I mean, pizza. That's so it's pretty Irish. good. I were we're so <laughs> humble. Where it's like I, you know you could I could have like I could be trying to sell myself to you like to buy my dress. Let's say I made a dress and I have like an American to be like this is the best. Dress. This is gonna change. Right. This is gonna give you confidence. And I'd be like. I think it's really good. Yeah. I hope you enjoy it. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. You might, might be better going be somewhere else. At all. <laughs> My <laughs> whole life depends on you buying this dress, but I don't want to mislead you. <laughs> yeah, but he took me there because he had a coupon. That's oh, the end of that sake. stinginess yeah, story. A- he also wrote me um, messages because we were in a long distance relationship because he lived in London on his hard dick. And he'd send me pictures. Oh my god! I thought you were going to say hard drive. <laughs> and I was like, no. "What is he getting? Like a uh, like a white uh, Tipex and right on his hard dick? What the what? Is that no, sorry, that's like that guy has a condition. I know, and I'm <laughs> Jewish, so I like found I didn't like I, I it put me into like anxiety mode immediately. I'm just like, "Oh my god, that's going to go into your bloodstream. You're going to have fucking yeah. blood poisoning. What are you doing? That's like, how do you even get that off?" Yeah, I ha- I still have one. I I deleted most of them because we broke up, and I was like, all right, I don't need this. But I just kept one because I was like, this is so funny. We were meeting up in Toronto, and I have a picture of his hard dick, and it just has the word Toronto written in Sharpie 
on but, his but that's fucking not even romantic hard to you. penis. No. That's not even like, you know, Lucy's sexy or whatever. It's just <laughs> Toronto makes me hard. Also, how does he stay hard? <laughs> how does he stay hard? How does he then like he, he has to mirror write it? And then he's just by himself, right? Because it's a long distance thing. He wouldn't do that while we were in the same city. And then he's, does he wash it off? Does he, now he has to jerk off because he's hard. He's a very specific condition. Illness, <laughs> I think. <laughs> and I'm sorry to anyone listening who has this illness or if you're now realizing you want to do this and we've just evoked a new illness in you. <laughs> you Could you imagine if you were like writing on your flaps? Like you were like, oh. like enter here or whatever. And then like trying to wash that off or fuck. That is. Yeah. Nightmare. Okay. And then so you went from him to american no then there was i dated a welsh guy wow you really are you my, my dad said this about me because uh every time i would date it would be like someone from a different country and he was like you're trying to date the whole globe yeah <laughs> right exactly it's nice to meet people from different cultures you know what the thing is though katie i i actually realized later um when i was a baby and toddler my grandma was with me a lot and she had a thick accent in german a thick romanian accent yeah. And I think that because of that, I've always been like really drawn and feel some sort of subconscious like um, comfort with people with an accent. Oh, wow. Because I've always dated people with accents. I've always been friends with people with like good friends with immigrants. It might be a a safety thing. Like it might be something because Daniel last week was saying how his family would stick with people within the community just because of being afraid of being ratted out for being undocumented Mm. so maybe for you there was like that safety element of you're you're going through the same thing because Americans do a lot like they're very they're like be you be whatever you want to be but if I find something to make you excluded like as in they I they you know a lot of immigrants especially young immigrants like they use being an immigrant against them and stuff yeah and I think also though that you there's something that you can't really explain about like a cross-cultural experience you know about having that experience about the perspective like the kind of always like perpetual outsider perspective it gives you on everything you know like I talk about this on my podcast a lot with people because it's all about immigrants and I had Dan Rosen on yeah and he was saying he thinks that's like also what has like what kind of laid the groundwork for him being a comedian like his mom is Israeli his dad is Persian and he was like yeah I was always I was like forced to have this like outsider perspective and look at things from the outside so that's kind of what a comedian does anyway that's so funny because I feel like for me the first time I ever felt like not an outsider was actually here Mm. for whatever reason that's different though i think yeah. that i understand i i do too new york is the only place where i don't feel like an outsider yeah but i mean in the sense of like you don't fit into any like neat box oh yeah and i think because in new york so many people are outsiders they come here because they're exactly. different they're unique i can't imagine if i moved over here as a kid and lived in like new jersey <laughs> i'd be like <laughs> you know yeah. they'd be like why do you sound so funny with right. that yeah yeah yeah. It's, yeah here it's like why don't you have an accent yeah, what, yeah. What, what is wrong with you yeah. <laughs> you're from ohio here everybody just hates people from ohio <laughs> like you're midwestern <laughs> yeah, what, are you exactly. gonna be nice to me go back to where you came from yeah. okay <laughs> and so then you went from the welsh guy um <laughs> to the who was the oh so the welsh guy what was he like <laughs> i'm just gonna check the time but keep talking yeah what was he like yeah oh my god he was a fucking 
train wreck. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was a alcoholic. Ugh, I used to druggy, love that. Um, mm. train wreck. He was a train wreck. That's hard. Yeah. Well, well, and how long did you date him for? Not that long. Okay. For like half a year. Yeah. Oh, that that's a long time though. You think so? For oh. me anyway, because. I was with the Greek guy for like 12 years. So okay, everything so else yeah, is yeah. kind of like. Meh. Yeah. And especially if it's, it was long distance with the Welsh guy. Um, Wait, was the Welsh guy sorted. writing on his dick? No, that was that's Scottish guy. guy. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and then, okay. And oh, there was a, oh, I dated a German guy in between. Sorry, I what forgot about that, that guy. A German guy. Well, he, him and I had been friends for like 10 or 12 years. So that was, that, and that was, yeah, that was fine. Do you feel like you ruined the friendship? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I think it's like so hard because if it works <laughs> out, it's like, you're the best friend. You're the love of right. my life. If it doesn't, it's like. Fuck, who do I call for coffee on a Tuesday now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he lives in Berlin, so I never called him anyway for coffee. But we had like, we were kind of always in love with each other in a way, you know? I don't know if you know what I mean. If When there's like a person and you meet them and you're in a relationship, but it's like you have just this crazy chemistry, yeah. you know? So it kind of had to happen at some point and it happened. But um, but yeah, I think that uh, we're not, we're definitely not as good a friend. We're still friends. Yeah. But I wonder as well if you guys had this chemistry for so long, you kind of build and create a narrative and then it's, yeah. was it probably just not what you thought, you know? I think that it was also that I got to know him in a way that I didn't know him before. You know, you get to know someone a different way when you're in a relationship with them, yeah. you know? And so, and he's like much older than me too. And, and I was kind of like, what am I doing? This is crazy. You know, he has like a big career over there and like, it wasn't like he was going to move here and I don't want to live there. And, you know, yeah. no, that makes so. sense. And as well, I think there's a point where you're like, it's romantic, but where the movies don't add in the practical. Totally. It's like, it's totally. not just love. Yeah. Once I started thinking about dating as like, not just romantic, passionate, cause I'm very passionate and uh, like, those feelings and I thought of it more like practicality like oh I want to build a partnership I want to make sure the person then I met the person who I love yep. and I'm so happy I'm with you know so it's like right totally yeah oh yeah totally I so, used to get really romantic though like I'd leave for a you know what I mean like especially, yes. when, especially when I was younger like these cr movies like fantasies yeah totally I mean I think that's also part of the reason why I was always in these long distance relationships I was like you know nothing can stop real yeah. love and it's like actually what no like this is not what I want to be doing you know yeah. I want to like actually have a life with someone and and then with my boyfriend now we were friends for like three or yeah three years before we started dating <laughs> and I'd never I'd never done it that way because like the yeah. guy in Germany we were friends for like 10 12 years no, but, but you it guys always were good was. friends you know yeah. how I knew you were dating this is just why I'm laughing because I always knew you were friends you had shows together and everything right. and then I was doing your show and the way you spoke to him I was like oh she's a girlfriend there's a, <laughs> oh, no. there's a shift really yeah, why yeah. what it was, was it and it wasn't like you weren't being you weren't being any anything but it was like a like a you need to do this for me um <gasps> oh, and can no. you do it right now but thank you so much. It went from a, I need this right now, but also I appreciate. Like, I was like, oh, that's like a, does that make sense? In whatever yeah, way, I was hilarious. like, because that's how I talk to my boyfriend, but I right. wouldn't, if he were a friend, I, it wouldn't be like a, it was like a direct, but then a quick intimacy afterwards. Mm. Does it, I can't remember the direct mm. sentence, but you, you, I think you needed a video or take a photo for you or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so like, oh, funny. they're dating. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. So that was a new experience because even though I had been friends with that German guy, we didn't live in the same city and, you know, we weren't like friends like um, my boyfriend and I are now, you know, were before we started dating. Um, And that was a really and I never really thought about him in that way before we started dating. And and that's been a really nice experience, actually. How long have you been together? Over two years now. Oh, yeah. So that's like, that's even when I saw the, that night, because I was only a few months ago, I was like, oh, this is a serious relationship. Yeah. Because it's exactly how I talked to my boyfriend. It was so <laughs> funny. And my boyfriend, I knew him for four four years before we got together. And we're together a year and a half. So, yeah. but we weren't friends. We just knew each other and saw each mm-hmm. other around. But yeah, no, that's so, and he's he's such a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart. Yeah. How did you, <laughs> how did you go, how did you cross the, what made you go, he's not a friend anymore? This is a potential person. Well, I ha- I always say it's weird because I never thought about him that way. I when we first met, we like went out and then I don't you've probably had this a million times too. Uh I was like, "Oh, this is a date." Oops, yeah. I didn't know this was a date at all. Wait, because you you'd been hanging out as friends. No, so we met and he did the show. Oh, this is before you were friends. This was like 3 oh, or 4 amazing. years ago, yeah, yeah. right? Um well, now almost wait, 5 years yeah. ago. What am I talking about? Right. Because we've been dating for two. So like almost five years ago, he did the show and then he was like, do you want to hang out? And I'm always like, because I was a tomboy as a kid and I don't know why, but I'm always like, yeah, of course. I never think people are asking me out. (laughs) No, me too. I'm the same. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Let's hang out. And then he was like, let's go to this thing. And I got the time wrong. So I was like, showed up super late and I'd eaten dinner and he was and he had like planned to go to this thing and then go to dinner. So he's like, oh, we could go there for dinner. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I ate, but I'll sit with you to have dinner. And it was like a nice place. And then I was like, oh, shit, this is a date. I'm such an idiot. And then he was like, oh, we could go to a bar after. And I'm like, oh, no. And I was like, I am not dating this guy. I'm not dating anybody. I had just gotten out of the relationship with the Scottish guy. And then I was like, well, and I always like kind of like then I'm like, well, fuck it. That's his problem if he thinks it's a date. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. It's not my problem. Yeah. I'm not going to date that guy. So then we became friends and then we were friends for a while. And then um, I remember like right before the first time we like slept together and stuff, we met up. We hadn't seen each other in like a month or something. And he walked in to the place where we were meeting up and I saw him and I was so happy. And I was like, it like scared me, it, like took me uh, like gave me a little like jolt. I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck was that? That's yeah. so weird. And then, and then I, at that point, I had just gotten out of the relationship with that train wreck. And I was like, I'm never having sex again. I'm never dating anybody ever again. And I told him that. Yeah. And I didn't know when you tell a man, <laughs> I'm never having sex again. <laughs> no, a nice man will respect that. Uh, well, but most men, I think, go, yes, you are with me. Oh, wow. <laughs> in their head. Oh, okay. I thought maybe it was going to be like, he was like, I'll give her her time. Uh, like, uh, she won't be interested. Oh, I see. Oh. <laughs> no, I think it's like, because uh, every like guy <laughs> oh, it friend. Like a conquest. Yes. Because every guy friend I've told that story to, they're like, you idiot. You can't say that to a That's guy. So funny. If I had to say that to Leela, he's so like non-confrontational and you would be like, Okay, I guess we're just friends. But you don't for... know what what would have happened in his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Tom also didn't say anything, yeah, but yeah. apparently in his head it was like, I must be the one. <laughs> <laughs> so how long after that then? A few months. A few months. A few months. Where then, was where was the point where you guys yeah went on a date date and not friends? Well, we didn't. I then. Um, had like I never had like random sex with people mm. I never did that I never had a one night stand because I was always in relationships so 
but then I like broke my spell, you know, and I was like, oh my God, I, I can have sex with whoever I want to. Yeah. And I can be this new person now and like have one night stands. And then, um, and then I, I, I ran into Tom at a show and I was like, I had sex. <laughs> Woo! And he's like, oh no. I and it was then that, be me. Was, that was the first time he made it like very clear yeah. that he was interested. And How did so he do then. That? Um, I was looking at my phone and he was like, who, who is it? The guy is it the guy texting you. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, you are so nosy. Yeah. And then he goes, no, I'm jealous. <gasps> and I was like, that's pretty obvious. That's very obvious. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> and in my head, I was like, I'm this new person now. Mm. Like, I don't have to be because for me, I never had sex with anybody unless I thought I was in love with them. Yeah. So I was like, I don't have to be in love with someone to have sex with them. Like, I can just do this now. It's like a sexual revelation. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, yeah, okay, let's do it. And then, and then you know what happened. And then the next morning I was super depressed. I was like, I can't have sex with like multiple people in like the span of two days. And this sucks. And I'm lonely. And I hate this. And, you know. And then we just were friends again for a while. And then the pandemic sort of started. And, um... And then we just started talking every day and like, yeah. And, and I think then I just kind of also realized like that I'm like in love with him. So then when did you, but we were in the pandemic where you like, Hey, come over to my bubble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was the first, one of the first people I saw besides my sister. And we just like kind of took care of each other. He got COVID. So I like, you know, kind of like sent him stuff and yeah. took care of him. And That's then so nice. we we so talk kind. every night and he's a really, really l sweet person, really loving, sweet person. But where, when was the point there you were like, oh, we're dating? Well, <laughs> I mean, we were talking every day and then we saw each other and sleeping together. Oh, then you, because then you were sleeping together. Okay. Yeah. And then you're just in a relationship. And then it was like very explosive. And, and then, and then for me, yeah, I, I always thought that this like American dating, th that like label was always weird for me anyway. Yeah. Like I, I was, I don't know. I guess that, that in that sense, I am also more German. Yeah. Cause that no, doesn't I'm really the same. exist there. I, I feel like Ireland seems to be different now as well. Cause when I talk to like young people at home, the culture seemed to gotten a bit more maybe American. Mm. But when it was me, it was kind of like, yeah, you were like dating and then you're your boyfriend, girlfriend. But um, you would you would only say it if you would only say you were not like if you're dating other people, you would give them a heads up. Like there wasn't like right. here you have to be like you need a written contract. Yeah. Like we're exclusive. Exactly. Yeah. That doesn't exist in Germany either. This like we were exclusive. Like, yeah, we're together. If yeah. you're sleeping with someone and you you're not also sleeping with all these other people unless you say that yeah. it's like the other way around yeah it's like you tell them that that's happening here you could but go here's like assumed to their holiday like thanksgiving with all their family they could bring you and you still might not be a girlfriend <laughs> yes. you're like what the fuck it's yeah. very like mind games right and you have to have the talk yeah, yeah, i remember yeah. my friend was like you have to have the talk with him and i'm like what what talk we're like together every single day yeah it was so easy with me and Leland because he was going to a wedding and I was like, oh no, he's going to look like handsome in his suit and stuff. And I was just like, and there's also comedians there. So I would hate to like hear, mm. I, I just would hate, I was just like, oh no, I don't want him to be with anyone else. So, 
And when he came home, I was like, yeah, I was like, kind of like worried you like kiss or be with someone else. And he was like, no, it was like in my head, like we're, I'm just dating you, like we're exclusive. And I was like, okay, great. And then he was like, also to me, exclusive is a relationship. So yeah. we're like in a relationship. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. So it's just like easy, exactly. easy, no bullshit. It's so funny though, isn't it? Yeah. That here for a lot of people, you ha- you're like, you're exclusive, but then you also have to clarify that you're in a relationship. It's, it's like, fucking wild. wait, what is it? I've had so many conversations with friends who are like, well, we're exclusive, but you know, he's not my boyfriend and i'm like what and then they'll gaslight you because they could have like a wife in new jersey and it's like <laughs> yeah you'll find out years later and it's like you didn't tell me about the wife well you didn't ask and i didn't right. say that i'm i never said i'm not seeing anyone and it's like oh eh, so it so really is like a head wreck yeah i mean i don't know for me i've never been able to do that i've never been interested in like sleeping with someone yeah. when I, if i'm sleeping with someone and with someone i don't want to like yeah. be with anybody else like no. i'm not interested no me neither when uh, i was just t- talking about this recently with a friend and um we'll probably wrap up let's say in the next 10 minutes i i i, I, I keep doing this where i like either forget to book or i double book myself because but I, me and sean sean donnie's coming on the next oh, episode cool. and he's great he's great but yeah. we kept like making mistakes and so uh but uh so we're just gonna do it on zoom but I was talking to my friend about like when to say I love you and it's just so funny because now that I'm in a long-term relationship and I hadn't been in one in so long like now I know like oh it actually can take time to love someone Mm -hmm. you know you're like all those passions and feelings where you're like I love them Mm -hmm. but actually then so like three months in you'll be like yeah we love each other but then six months in you're like oh this is love but then a year and you're like oh this is a different like Mm. you know like we we're from we're all in a such a fast culture Mm -hmm. where we you know because even with you two it seems like you were friends for a long time it developed kind of slowly yeah absolutely no for sure and I was like that too uh, like you described to the point where my friend was like, you should look at this thing and see if you're a sex and love addict. Because you Not were... sex, but love addict. Oh, because you were falling in love with Tom? Or, no, sorry, because I, I was okay, always... I his name. Yeah, of course. Okay. Because I was... Fa- <laughs> oh my God, no! <laughs> no, because I was always like falling in love or falling in yeah, love same. so easily. No, you know, like, yeah. oh my God, I'm in love with him. Yeah. I love him, I love him, I love him. Or, or also because I couldn't have sex with someone unless I was in love with them yeah. right I have this joke about being demisexual <laughs> which means you can't have sex with someone unless you have an emotional connection with yeah, them yeah. you know but I'm always like I'm demisexual that means you want to have sex with Demi more <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can't have sex with someone without having an emotional connection so yeah. I would always like have an emotional connection yeah, yeah, yeah. even if that hadn't like you said actually like taken the time to grow yeah. and really form like a foundation to stand on you know like with the welsh guy who was a train wreck and i was like oh whatever whatever we're in love and we're gonna have children and I'm, and meanwhile he's like blowing rails of coke and drinking tequila for fu- for fucking breakfast it, when you finally do get into like a secure healthy relationship for me i look back at all of them and i'm i'm like like looking at myself like wow i feel a bit foolish even though i'm not a fool because i think we would just get wrapped up in the emotions but i'd never gotten past the point where the emotions calm down and you mm-hmm. come into a more like secure oh this is love oh it takes time to get to know someone like you think you know someone just because you've spent like most time within the first two months you're like no he's a great guy and you're like no it actually like the way a friendship you know you have these like fast friendships that kind of blow up in your face mm. but then you look at your long term and it's like oh we built that we mm-hmm. we saw each other once a month and we started seeing each other like some those those are the more long-term secure friendships where it wasn't like intense. Totally. So, yeah. yeah, totally, totally, totally. I think also 
like what you said you get to know someone and you get to know yourself yeah you know too with them and through them in a way and so yeah for sure I think that I started going to therapy after the um or during this whole like mess with that Welsh guy because it was just like it really blew up and turned very awful and that therapist was like, you know, our subconscious always looks for the shortest distance. Yeah. And I thought that was so interesting. So it's like these patterns, right? That you're like repeating because your subconscious is always looking for like the, sh- the quickest way to yeah. get to the familiar, basically, yeah. you know? It's also like, I think for for it's just gonna sound like kind of sappy or whatever but I think if you're if you don't like love yourself or you're looking for people to like take care of you and love you so you're constantly trying to recreate that really quickly Mm -hmm. and get it that you don't give yourself the time to get it in the right place yeah totally so when you're like yeah like going to therapy and more secure yeah yeah, you don't repeat those patterns that was that was the same with me because like I'm joking about on stage now but like with Leland when we were first dating I definitely was like more feisty for sure but I'd be like, oh, I just need to be alone. And he'll be like, okay, I respect your need for space. And I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> You're meant to possess me and be jealous. And so I, that had like, I had to like retrain my brain to mm-hmm. like, like, oh, this is like a healthy, secure person. He's not going to like chase me down the street and, you know, force me to be with him. He's going to mm-hmm. show that he loves me by like respecting me and right yeah yeah listening yeah. and uh, respecting boundaries yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny what the fuck is wrong with you yeah. <laughs> why are you so sane <laughs> when did you and uh, your boyfriend say you loved each other um uh after like uh oh god like a is seven eight months oh wow that's a that's a that is a big long time yeah yeah because i was just talking to someone recently where they were like oh it should be after three months and i was like i do think a lot of people do maybe say it three to four months but i truly think that that's the passion Mm. that it actually is more like six months where where people really start to get comfortable and open up I, I feel like it actually takes a lot longer than we think yeah i mean hold on let me think so july uh, Were yeah you like bursting? maybe it was like yeah for me it was hard because i grew up in a family even though they're not american but and, it, and everybody always made fun of my family because we tell each other we love each other all the time yeah. right my parents are artists and yeah. like they're like very emotional and and so um it was hard for me, but I did kind of purposely. I was like, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, no. <laughs> and then I just was like, you know what? I wrote him a card and I wrote it in the card. Oh, wow. And then I was like, well, it was Christmas. So I was and like, so you said go. it first. I love Yeah, this. I said it first. Yeah. No, I never had a problem with that at all. And I never had a problem with that in friendships either and stuff. And like, I like being very emotionally open and giving because I've met a lot of people because I did grow up like that. And I know that a lot of people don't grow up like that. So it's very scary for them. So you're being vulnerable lets them be vulnerable. Yeah. So I've had that experience a lot with friends where I'm like, hey, I love you. You know, you're (laughs) the best. And then they're like. Oh my God. Okay. I love you too. This feels weird. You know, I know one time I like group text, I was group texting my friend and there's a friend that I always say, I love you too. But then I said in the group text, love yous. And then I text her privately being like, Oh my God, that other friend is probably like, what the fuck is wrong with this girl? (laughs) Cause you know, we hadn't gotten (laughs) that love you. But, um, and so for him, then he just said it back when he read the card, he was probably as well. Cause I think too, when you really love someone and you really care, you're trying not to fuck it up you know you're trying not to you're being like really respectful 
It's, yeah, right, right, right. Whereas yeah. when it's a whirlwind romance, you're like five days in, like, I love you. <laughs> it turns out they're like, just like, like it becomes like this intense, crazy thing. Right. And I think it's important to say it, but you know, the more experience you have, I think with relationships, the more you also kind of see that like, it's it really is it's like in the way you treat each other you know yeah. what i mean and in the way you are with each other and stuff it's the actions for yeah, sure for sure i think it's important to say it and i love saying it I love and saying i love it. hearing it back and i, I say, say it, it all, the time. all the time yeah me too um we have a like, singer it's like i love you so much so if one person goes i love you so much and the person goes i love you it's like and, yeah, exactly. And. <laughs> <laughs> totally um we've got to wrap this up but you have an amazing podcast Yes, that you will be on soon, hopefully. It's called Immigrant Jam Podcast. You can find it anywhere you find your podcasts, please. And on Instagram at Immigrant Jam Podcast. Yeah, and it's a great comedy show as well. So if you guys are ever in New York, go to it. And it. what's your Instagram handle? You Love Lucy. The letter U-L-O-V-E-L-U-C-I-E. Great. So complicated. Thank you so much. Um, thank The you. video will be on Patreon for you guys at some point. And I love you all. And um, yeah, thanks. And thank you, Lucy. This was amazing. Thank this you. is so much fun. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.